Hello and welcome to this edition of Words from the Word of God. Thank you for joining me today. As we begin to look again at the assurances of Christ, uh, which he gave to his disciples, and might I say these assurances apply to all of mankind. It was not just meant for those that walked with him during his ministry and saw his crucifixion, burial, and resurrection. No, they are meant for you and I today. Everything that the Word of God has to say is said to you and I. It, the Word of God is his love letter to all of mankind, his love letter to, that speaks of his plan of redemption through his Son, Jesus Christ. The red line of blood runs from Genesis all the way to Revelation. When people say, well, Brother Jeff, you have a, a blood religion, I say, no. I answer that with, no, I do not have a blood religion. I have a blood relationship. Uh, but I want you to look at some things here this morning. It's very important. As last broadcast, we talked about that great love that God had for us in sending Christ uh, to die on the cross for us there in John 3.16. And whosoever believed in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. But also, uh, we, we heard of the love of Christ when he said, Greater love hath no man than this, than a man lay down his life for his friends. That great love that was commended to us. That it, now when we were even while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. We will look at that verse as the Lord leads this morning, Romans chapter five verse eight. But as we begin here talking about these assurances, Jesus gave many assurances. He gave many. He gave the assurance of a a, a home that he would go to prepare. And he would return again to receive us unto himself that where he is, we may be also. He, he gave the disciples and us that assurance. He gave the disciples and us the assurance of his peace. He gave the disciples and us the promise of the Holy Spirit. All this has been fulfilled. And these are assurances that we can take hold of and find hope in. But let me tell you something. This is something that we all, including me, and I notice this is a theme that has been coming up message after message after message for a while, is having faith. Having faith. Believing in what we are reading. Believing in what we are hearing. And I want to give you an example of believing and unbelieving. And, and give you, and we'll do this by the word of God, of course. But I want to look this morning, before we start into the assurances, we must get this uh, established, the belief in what we hear and what we hear, read from the word of God and receive through the Holy Spirit. Notice I said the Holy Spirit, because I know the word of God says the preaching of the cross is unto them that perish is foolishness. Uh, they can't receive the things, but Jesus said, when the Spirit has come, he will reprove the world of sin, of righteousness, and of judgment. That's in John chapter 16. So the Holy Spirit brings these things to light and allows this light to shine into our life, and that's how we're drawn to God. But Paul said, in the, the as he writes there in Romans chapter 10, verse 17, I believe, that faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. 
Faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. So as we hear the Word of God, sinner friend, if you're out there and you're rejecting Christ, please listen. Please listen not only to the words that are read from Scripture, but listen to that voice inside of you that's saying, uh, call out, receive Christ as your Lord and Savior, drawing you to Christ this morning, drawing you to the cross. I tell you something, it's wonderful. Let's look at the Word of God here this morning. John chapter uh, 20, verse 19. Then the same day at evening, being the first day of the week when he when the doors were shut, where the disciples were for fear of the Jews, uh, were assembled for the fear of the Jews, came Jesus and stood in the midst of them and said unto them, Peace be unto you. That's the assurance of his peace. He's speaking. And when he had so said, he showed unto them his hands and his side. Then were the disciples glad when they saw, did you hear that? When they saw the Lord. Then said Jesus to them again, Peace be unto you, as my Father has sent me, even so send I you. And when he had said this, he breathed on them and saith unto them, Receive ye the Holy Ghost. Whosoever sins ye remit, they are remitted unto them, and whosoever sins ye retain, they are retained. Listen to this, but there's that great theological word but but thomas one of the 12 called didymus was not with them when jesus came the other disciples therefore said unto him we have seen the lord but he said unto them except i shall see in his hands the prince of the nails and put my finger into the print of, of the nails and thrust my hand into his side i listen I will not believe. You ever heard the saying, seeing is believing? Well, this is what Thomas is doing. Remember, he's called Doubting Thomas, and this is the reason why. Verse 26, and after eight days again, his disciples were within, and Thomas was with them. And then came Jesus, the doors being shut, and stood in the midst of them and said, Peace be unto you. Then saith he to Thomas, Reach hither thy finger, and behold my hands. Reach hither thy, thy hand, and thrust it into my side. Listen to what he says right here, admonishing Thomas. And be not faithless, but believing. And Thomas answered and saith unto him, My Lord, my God. Jesus saith unto him, this is very important for every one of us to understand. Thomas, Jesus saith unto him, Thomas, this verse 29 of John chapter 20, Thomas, because thou hast seen me, thou hast believed. Blessed are they that have not seen and yet have believed. John writes here in the conclusion of his uh as to why, as the conclusion of to why his gospel was written. Listen now. Listen to what the word of God is saying to our hearts today. And many other signs truly did Jesus in the presence of his disciples, which are not written in this book. But these are written that ye might believe that Jesus is Christ the Christ, and the Son of God, and that believing ye might have life through 
his name. There is the gospel in a nutshell. Christ died on the cross. He lived a sinless life as we know as it is poured out and written out for us here in Scripture, the red letters, how he met every righteous standard of the law. Uh, he established the Sabbath day rest in himself, for he was the Lord of the Sabbath. He was greater than the Sabbath. He fulfilled all of the sacrificial system of the uh the Mosaic law and the the priesthood as we learn about in the book of Hebrews, how he was superior to Moses and to angels and to the high priest and to the sacrifices of the blood of bulls and goats, which cannot take away the sins, but his, his blood could. Uh, but all is written. Everything is written for us. And all we are required to do is have faith. He said to Thomas, blessed are they that have not seen and yet have believed. And John writes here, but these are written that ye might believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that believing ye might have life through his name. The word of God tells us, remember the last few messages we talked about, for the wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. That speaks of that newness of life, the, the spiritual birth. As Jesus spoke to Nicodemus in John chapter 3, he said, Verily, verily, I say unto you, a man must be born again to enter into the kingdom of God. Friends, we must believe, and believing we can receive the Spirit, the Holy Spirit, will come in and dwell inside of us. And that's one of the assurances that we have from Christ is the presence and power of the Holy Spirit to be our comforter, to be our guide in this life. But to receive that newness of life, that new creation, it's not a reformation of the old to make it better. No, it's, it's all the old has passed away. Everything becomes new when you believe in Christ. He remember what he told: "Blessed are they that have not seen and yet believe." Friends, we can rest in the assurances of Christ. We can rest in the assurances of God. And this is goes to non-believers and believers as well. When we go through adversities, and we all do. But we are, I tell you, the Holy Spirit is speaking to our hearts, center, center friends and brothers and sisters in Christ. He is speaking to our heart about believing, having faith. Remember what the Word of God says, faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. I pray that we would have a heart of belief. I pray that. I pray, sinner friend, that you would hear the convicting call of the Holy Spirit today and that you would be drawn to Jesus Christ. And all you have to do is confess him as the risen Son of God and place your faith in his finished work on Calvary's cross and his blood shed there for your sins. And we will get into this in future broadcasts, but I want you to understand for all these assurances to come to light in your life, you must by, by, receive the free gift of God's grace by accepting Christ's finished work 
on the cross. Thank you for joining me today. I look forward to the next time that we can share in a word from the Word of God. God bless.